Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. National Education Association disciplines a member who went after Christians. Mike McDonald with Catholic League is going to explain also a victory for nativity scenes in Central Park. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have an interview with Mike McDonald, who is the communications director for catholicleague.org. It's a pro-family advocacy and religious freedom organization founded by a past guest, uh, Bill Donahue, has been a staunch conservative advocate for religious freedom. Welcome Mike McDonald to the program from New York City. How are you today, sir? Hey, Dr. Chap, how are you doing today? Good, thank you so much. Uh, so we are really excited. You guys put out all kinds of press releases because you're active in politics and you are defending religious freedom uh, alongside of us, but you're doing it from a Roman Catholic perspective. And I wanna thank you for doing that. Tell me about the National Education Association. This is the Nationwide Teachers Union, I'm gonna call them loosely. Uh, but they recently had a faux pas when one of their own board members came out and attacked Christians. Yes, uh, you know, everyone loves their teachers. Teachers do uh, God's work out there. They're fundamental in helping children uh, learn, and particularly in a religious setting, help them learn uh, the scriptures, learn how to be better disciples. Uh, so we love the teachers. The teachers' unions, on the other hand, they tend to be cut from a different cloth. They do not approve of a lot of the same things that uh, we understand as Christians. And particularly there was a teacher in Erie County, Pennsylvania, Northwest Pennsylvania, uh, whose name was Molly uh, Page Mamal. And she had taken to Facebook uh, a couple weeks back to say that anyone that's refusing vaccines for any sort of religious reasons uh, deserves not to get those uh, extensions because they're putting her in danger. Uh, and she took it a step further by saying that they deserve to uh, lose their jobs, get seriously ill and die. And I'm gonna, if uh, that wasn't enough. Yeah, I'm gonna read the quote enough. here. I, I wanna, I wanna oh. provide this in context. Now this is reportedly on her own Facebook page, which has now been screen captured and widely circulated and was ultimately the, the mistake that got her fired. So. Uh, this is a quote from Molly Page Mumau, quote, screw this guy and screw all of them who are about hiding behind religious exemptions because they don't want anybody to tell them what to do. He and his ilk deserve whatever comes their way, including losing their jobs, getting sick, and perhaps dying from the virus. I don't know why the GOP doesn't just take those guns they profess to love so much and just start shooting all their constituents who think this way. End quote, Molly Page Mumau. Your reaction? Oh, that, that's just disgusting stuff. You know, you don't just wake up one morning and start thinking like that. This has been building on a lifetime of habits to get to the point where you're advocating for people to be shot because they have a religious view 
that says, I am skeptical of the vaccines uh, because, and again, rightfully so, uh, there is some connection to abortion in it, which uh, causes a lot of people to take pause, especially when you have the government coming in and mandating it. Unfortunately, though, this isn't just limited to the teachers unions. This is a mainstay, particularly within the Democratic Party, but more broadly in the secular progressive community out there. They hate religious exemptions of any type. They hate any form of religious liberty. They want to destroy it any way they can. And unfortunately, uh, is being done in such a overhanded, heavy-handed way these days that you have people that are kind of okay with this. Uh, when we called to confer, uh, so we wrote a letter at the Catholic League uh, saying that we are opposed to this woman being on the NEA, right? She's not just some little teacher out there uh, spewing this type of poison. She is a, a mem. She was or is. It's unclear. The NEA didn't come out on what their position is. Uh, but she is a member of their national board, wow. came out and said uh, those vital things that you just said. And it, it took a, a a swell of right-wing media. No one else really touched the story. Uh, mainstream media ignored this because, again, this is common stay within uh, liberal circles, progressive circles, secular circles, that anyone wants an exemption uh, on any sort of religious ground for anything. Right, right now it's the vaccines, but... You know, five years from now, it's going to be something else that they're going to be hunting down people who want a religious exemption because they're just opposed to it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. What was the impetus? How did she get fired or, or has she been? Right. It's uh, that's the unclear portion of it. We uh, we wrote a letter to the NEA. We wrote a letter to uh, her school that she works at, uh, to the state chapter of the NEA in Pennsylvania and to the district attorney in Erie County, because Frankly, you could go to jail for some of the things you said. You can't advocate uh, just mass executions of people. That's no. that's illegal. You you cannot do that. Inciting violence, um, right? But but she just went ahead and did it. No no thoughts. Uh, uh, this could never come back to bite me. Uh, so that flagrance, uh, we decided that that needed to be uh, checked. And so uh, Bill Donahue wrote a beautiful letter, very strong, uh, to all those people I just mentioned. And your viewers can check it out on our website, catholicleague.org. Uh, and so, you know, we've been following up, trying to see again, not widely reported. It was just, you know, people on the right wing doing, doing the Lord's work, bringing out, uh, this issue, because frankly, any believer of any faith needs to know that religious liberties are under siege in this country. Yeah. And she lost uh, her position so, on the local school board. And then they've, she, they've yeah. removed her identity from the national website. Right, from the national website. So that, that is all that uh, has come from this. We call to ask, uh, everyone's very coy, she no longer works here is uh, the line that they were feeding us. The NEA is still not answering their phones when we call to uh, confirm with them. And you know, if you were to just turn this around real quick, and if someone had said, like, every member's of Black Lives Matter, I'm not advocating that, but if someone had said that uh, on a right-wing uh, side of the aisle, they would have to be publicly executed. Right. It wouldn't just be taking the name down <laughs> and just hoping it goes away. Uh, again, not, not saying anyone should be executed for their uh, beliefs one way or the other on any issue, but if uh, the roles have been reversed here, the left wing would not just tolerate this simply going away. They would be demanding a pound of flesh in the public square. You're absolutely right. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about a victory for nativity scenes on public property after this. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I want to introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry in the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray in Jesus' Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support, and you can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS, and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm going to put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show. Well, thank you, sir. I accept that endorsement, and we support your work at MyPillow.com. Remember, everybody, when you visit, use the promo code PRAYNEWS. You get a big discount, and our charity gets a little bit of help. So thank you, Mike Lindell, for your support. They get a lot of help. Not a little bit, a lot of help. (laughs) We need all we can get. For Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my brand-new product, My Slippers. What makes my slippers different from those other slippers is my exclusive four-layer design. The first layer is MyPillow's patented foam, which will help prevent fatigue and offer you incredible support. My second layer is a memory foam that will give you amazing comfort. And layer three is my patented impact gel that'll help reduce stress on your feet. And layer four is a durable outdoor-indoor sole so you can wear my slippers anywhere, anytime. Go online or call right now to order your very own pair of the new My Slippers. Use the promo code on your screen and save an incredible 40% off your My Slippers order. You can enjoy My Slippers anytime, anywhere. What I love most about My Slippers is that I can wear them all day long and not have to change shoes. I personally guarantee the first time you put them on, they'll be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Mike McDonald of CatholicLeague.org. Mike, I want to applaud you for the work you're doing in New York City, right? Sometimes we think of of New York as this this liberal, you know, anti-Christ bastion. Back in the 50s, every, every New Yorker was a Christian. And I don't know what happened. Maybe it was the 80s, the 90s, but now, New York is decidedly left wing and you're there in the heart of the beast. So thank you for, what happened in Central Park? So uh, every year uh, going back to about 1995, uh, the Catholic League has been putting up a nativity scene in Central Park. And we, we do this every year as a way to help educate our members and other Christians uh, in the country on what are some of the guidelines uh, surrounding nativity displays in the public square, because frankly, it's a monster if you try and get into the laws of it. Uh, the legality is very complicated. There's been no one good ruling uh, from the Supreme Court on this issue even. Uh, it's just kind of a hodgepodge of different rulings they've made across the board, where you see like, uh, sometimes in front of City Hall, right, there's uh, the nativity scene, plus the reindeer, plus a Christmas tree, plus a uh, menorah, plus uh, a Jack Frost. Uh, you gotta get all those things in there because according to one court ruling, that's what makes that kosher. It is not an endorsement of religion. Uh, but then on public property like Central Park, that is a public forum where throughout the year, anyone can express all manner of ideas that they want. They can then go into Central, uh, we can then go into Central Park uh, with our permit, which we get one every year, uh, to put up the nativity scene by itself. It is just uh, the baby Jesus, Mary, Joseph, and uh, a couple of barn animals. Yeah, you gotta uh, have a donkey in there. 
You got to have some sheep. Yeah, uh, we got a we got a donkey and a sheep, I believe. That's it. And other than that, though, uh, there's no reindeer. There's no Santa Claus. No Jack Frost. Uh, nice. Usually, when uh, uh, Hanukkah and uh, Christmas are right next to each other, uh, there'll be the menorah next to it. But that's because uh, it's another patch that someone else is paying for to put up the menorah. Uh, and again, we're we're happy to have them with us. So again, everyone should be expressing their religious traditions this time of year. Whatever makes them happy, yeah, they should definitely. Be- well, I, I want to clarify. There were conflicting Supreme Court rulings about things like this. One that you mentioned is, if it's on a government site like City Hall, uh, you have to you have to dress it up with other more secular symbols like Jack Frost or Santa Claus, uh, and, and then you can have Jesus. But what you did was in Central Park, which means it's not a government forum. Instead, it's public land. It's owned by you and me, the taxpayers, and we right. can put single nativity scenes that just promote Jesus in that kind of a forum and there's no conflict with the constitution. Right, because it is again, a uh, public property like you mentioned. We as the taxpayers own that land. We should be able to express ourselves. It is a quote unquote free speech zone. You can uh, pretty much promote anything you want in Central Park. And at the Catholic League at this special time of year, we choose to celebrate the birth of Christ and to also use it as again, an education moment for people that are slightly confused. And hopefully, uh, you know, people that uh, read our Catalyst magazine, uh, read our news releases, uh, go onto our website, uh, that might inspire them to, hey, you know, we've got uh, a park here in our city that is public land. And we would like to put up a nativity scene so that we can truly celebrate Christmas, but without all of the secularness. We wanna keep Christ in Christmas. And we're just showing you how to do that. You know, uh, you gotta get the permits, play by the rules, but you should be able to do this, no problems asked. And if, they, if people do have a problem, let us know at the Catholic League. We'd be more than willing to come in and help educate uh, these higher ups in towns that think they know more than average Joe, when in reality, uh, you're completely within your rights to do that and celebrate Christmas in this special way. Absolutely, I wanna get your opinion before the break on a recent uh, Second Circuit Court of Appeals ruling. That's over New York, but it was, this case came out of Vermont where four boys were attending Catholic schools and they were trying to get school vouchers. So their parents could choose where the taxpayer money went. Uh, The state of Vermont had been discriminating against Catholic schools saying, no, you can only give to private secular schools with your school vouchers. But the second circuit said, no, the Catholic boys deserve to have their vouchers applied to a parochial school uh, and, and we won. What's your opinion on this? Uh, that's a great win for us. Uh, not only is Catholic education very good, I'm a product of Catholic education myself, and really the, the learning is outstanding, but on the principles of religious freedom, you should be able to take, if the government is handing over money to you as a citizen to send your child to a secular private school, you should be able to take that exact same money and put that towards uh, a Catholic school, a Jewish school, a Protestant school, any of those schools. You should be able to do that because otherwise, oh, what are we doing? Is there some sort of religious test? And if you turn it on his head again, it is coming down to this, well, we're okay with this sort of non-religious uh, type of education, uh, which in a lot of senses, uh, the secular left is treating atheism and agnosticism and all these nuns as a type of religion. Uh, so that's okay. But this one uh, that's more traditional, that's actually biblically based, that, that one's not okay. 
and the, that is a terrible precedent, and it is a good thing that we were able to win on this issue. So this, uh, they cited last year's decision out of the Supreme Court in Montana, where the Blaine amendments were struck down from the Montana State Constitution uh, in maybe a dozen states around the country for over 100 years. Catholic education was discriminated against. You can't use taxpayer money according to, for example, the Colorado State in, uh, Constitution, but that's now been struck down. There are no more Blaine amendments, or at least uh, the precedent has been set by the new Supreme Court. Does this change the face of public education going forward? Because if the school vouchers can be applied to government schools or charter schools or private secular schools, they must also be allowed for Catholic schools. Yes, and hopefully, again, we will start to see uh, some benefit here uh, in terms of quality of education as well. Because in a lot, uh, New York City, for example, a lot of the public schools uh, need a lot of desperate help, and there are a lot of parents that are unfortunately trapped in failing public schools because they can't afford to go anywhere else. And uh, De Blasio, the mayor here, has no interest in advancing anyone. Uh, he wants to keep people back in their places where they belong, which is frankly an anathema from a Christian perspective. We should be able to flourish uh, and live up to our God-given talents, but uh, he's opposed to it. And a lot of people within uh, education, the NEA, uh, to bring them back up again, <laughs> hate any sort of school vouchers. Right. And again, that's, that is, uh, hopefully this will help uh, families that are struggling to get by to give their kids the leg up that they deserve, that they can then live up to their potential. If the bureaucrats and, and even the teachers uh, have a vote, then the bad schools will be rewarded. But if the parents get the vote, you put that, those vouchers in the hands of the parents, they're gonna move their kids to the best school possible and it'll create free market competition and improve all of the schools who have to compete with each other for those tax dollars. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're gonna complain about Costco. Your, they want your shopping dollars this Christmas, but are they now coming out against the Christmas holiday? giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today I want to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. I even demanded my own misdemeanor court-martial, and finally Congress agreed with me and reversed the bad Navy policy. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Let's take action today for religious freedom. Would you sign that petition with me? Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Please visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. Today we are remembering to pray for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who was, in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover, and it says, in God we trust, 
to remind you to pray for our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry, we'll remember and send you this 45th president coin. And not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three. You have a coin to remember to pray and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist. You get the book and the DVD and then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom. So you can remember to pray, learn, and show the world that you stand with us at Pray In Jesus Name. Please donate today when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top and you see all four items for a suggested donation of $45. Or call us right now at 866-Obey-God Get yours today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Come back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Mike McDonald of CatholicLeague.org. Uh, Mike, what is going on at Costco? Everyone wants to shop there, but uh, th their newsletter is now coming out against Christmas. Yeah, it, it's strange. Uh, Costco is great if you wanna buy presents, you wanna buy things in bulk. It's not great if you like Christmas though. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I know, shocker, shocker. At this time of year, who would do something so foolish as to say Christmas is a quote-unquote secular holiday? Uh, and that is secular. in there, a secular holiday, right. I, I didn't realize the birth of our Lord and Savior was a secular event, but according to Costco, it is. Uh, Costco uh, puts out a monthly magazine, uh, and it's supposed to advertise all the great deals you can get at Costco, which is why people love shopping at Costco. But uh, in the editor's column, they decided to take a very interesting tact. Uh, they wanted to celebrate all of the holidays this time of year, and that's that's great. Uh, they give a very nice 111-word tribute to Hanukkah. Uh, they give a 43-word tribute to Kwanzaa, uh, which was founded by a convict, but uh, you know, no reason to bring that up. They skirt over that one. Uh, Christmas, though, is given 38 terse words, uh, and it opens up with, the early Christians didn't really celebrate Christmas, and you know it probably didn't happen in December. But now it is a great secular holiday that some people will observe religiously the world over. Uh, this is mind-boggling stuff here. I, what, what, what am I reading here? This doesn't make sense. Uh, but that's it. Oh, and again with those other holidays, lest we forget, they also included Festivus for the rest of us, and of course, uh, Ugly Sweater Day. Uh, those are on the same par as Christmas. And what's really annoying, uh, who are the people shopping for presents this time of year? Who are the people that are hosting the big holiday parties Christians. this time of year? Absolutely. Christians are. We're, uh, you know, I'm not trying to knock anyone else, but just in terms of demographics, you're more likely to get someone that is uh, celebrating the birth of Christ than celebrating Kwanzaa, uh, Kwanzaa or Hanukkah. And you know, if you wanna celebrate those, Great, not knocking you, that is that is your tradition. You should be able to celebrate that. At the Catholic League, we're all about religious freedom, religious liberty, do that. But when you as an editor of the Costco magazine decide to say that, you know, oh, and, and our role here is to provide for all of these holidays after just bashing Christmas, uh, saying that it's mostly a secular holiday, well, why should I shop there anymore? You know, that, that's yeah. not right, that's that's just wrong to, to put down my holiday. I wouldn't put down someone else's holiday, but they have no problem going out and putting down our holiday. 
And this whole sort of notion of, hey, we want to celebrate everybody, which is okay, fine, uh, diversity, it's, uh, it's a good virtue, we, we should promote that. Uh, but if you were to turn around and say on, you know, Black History Month is a little exclusive, maybe we should make that Diversity Month, you know, that wouldn't be fair to African-Americans. Right. Uh, and, uh, right, you, you would get stoned for saying something like that. And you probably should because you are diluting the specialness of the African-American experience, their contributions to this great nation. And uh, they, they deserve to be respected and all that. But why is it okay to do that to Christmas? That that's just not right. That's wrong, and someone needs to take a stand. So uh, that's right. We let our members know. Again, I would uh, encourage your viewers to check out our piece on this at uh, CatholicLeague.org. Uh, definitely worth their time. Again, uh, you don't necessarily need to come from the Catholic perspective. Uh, like I said, we are here for religious liberties. Uh, yes, we primarily fight for uh, the rights of Catholics, but anyone that is a lover of religious freedom, religious liberty. Uh, we'd love to have you on the team because yeah. with if you look at this administration and what else is going on in this country, we need all the help we can get. We really need to band together. Well, any store that insults Christmas, insults Jesus and insults Christians, they're not gonna get my shopping dollars when I go out yeah. to buy Christmas gifts. In fact, I would not renew my Costco membership based on your report. Visit catholicleague.org to learn about that. Uh, Mike, we have about two minutes left. I wanna. Uh, uh, say a short prayer with you. And then uh, after that, I want you to promote your magazine and how people can uh, join and support Catholic League. Uh, in the spirit of Jesus Christ, as a Pentecostal Christian, as someone who loves the Bible, I know we have in common the Lord's Prayer. Would you pray that with me? Uh, sure. Our Father, who art in heaven, yeah. hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom thy come, kingdom. thy will be done, here on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever, amen and amen. See, we all have Jesus and the Lord's prayer in common. Thank you, Mike. Okay, you have one minute left. Tell us about your magazine. So uh, we put out a monthly magazine, uh, it's called The Catalyst. Uh, best way to sign up for it is uh, go to our website, catholicleague.org. Uh, if you become a member of the Catholic League, uh, $30 uh, regular, $20 for senior citizens, uh, you get that mailed to you every month. Uh, and it's just uh, a scorecard of everything that we've done. And by a scorecard, uh, that may not be the right way to phrase it. Uh, we give long detailed reports on all of our great victories because unfortunately, if you look around, the number of people that are fighting on these issues are growing fewer and fewer each year, but we're still here in the fight, leading the fight and getting important victories. Uh, so definitely uh, check out catholicleague.org, uh, become a member if you're so inclined, sign up for the Catalyst, uh, or even just sign up for our daily news releases. Uh, we'll send those out pretty much uh, every day. You get that right in your inbox, read through all the things. And one of the nice things that we do here, uh, because we realize we need uh, the help of the people uh, we will put in press contact. So for all of these stories we spoke about today, except for the Nativity one, which was just uh, a great victory, yeah. uh, we put in a contact for the NEA so that our members could go after them and express their ire. That's uh, it, sign the petitions the and, and dial them. Our guest has been Mike McDonald, catholicleague.org. Please donate to our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and help us to bring you these kind of interviews. If you need prayer, call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time.
Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.